Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this July 1st, the first day of July, 2021. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along today. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope you will subscribe and hit the notify button, share with your friends, like the video. And of course, if you're back day after day after day, a welcome to you as well, because I believe and we believe that to be in the Word of God daily, to hear taught, to be praying over it, to be joining with others in this in this activity, this adventure, is a fruitful thing to do. It changes our lives. We've been talking about overcoming depression, despair, discouragement. There's been a lot of that in our country, hasn't there? And uh, and it's a battle that Christians fight. It's a battle everybody fights, and especially in this last year or so, it's been it's, uh, particularly pronounced for a number of reasons. I want you to stay with me till the end today, as I've got a great testimony to share with you of someone who really did overcome that deep discouragement. I think you'll really enjoy it. But we'll start today in Matthew chapter 11 and and uh, verse 28 through 30, where Jesus says this, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon yourselves, upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This was a promise of Jesus, was it not? That his yoke and his burden would be easy, would be light. And yet many of us, I'm sure, find that it seems like we're under a heavy yoke. What's he referring to? He's referring to oxen who would plow a field. And you'd have two oxen sharing the same yoke. The yoke would, of course, be over their shoulders, and they would carry it, and they would uh, pull the plow behind it. And Jesus is saying, take his yoke upon yourself. Uh, be bound together with him. Be yoked together with him. And if you do that, then he'll bear the burden. And the, and the yoke that you will, he will share that with you, the two of you walking side by side, sharing his yoke, would be an easy and a light burden. Of course, if you're not yoked with Jesus, what would you be yoked with? Sin, anxiety, fear, anger, hatred. This is the yoke that the world gives us. This is the yoke of the flesh. This is a yoke when we walk in our ways. And Jesus is saying, get out from that yoke. Get away from that burden. Give that over to him. Leave that. And you can. You can leave those things. And you can get with Jesus in his yoke and walk in the freedom. And that freedom will bring rest to your souls. That freedom will bring rest to your souls. This is such an important thing to have a restful soul. You know, every night now when I go to bed, something I've, uh, a prayer I began to pray several months ago. When I lay my head down, close, you know, the lights off, lay my head down. And the last thing I say, I often read the Bible and I want to have a verse. The last thing I say before actually going to sleep, blessed be the Lord our God. King of the universe, you ready? Who gives sleep to my eyes and rest to my soul. And I bless him in the name of the Lord. I bless Jesus, my King, my Lord. 
He gives rest. He, he gives sleep to my eyes. He gives sleep to your eyes. And he gives rest to our soul. My friends, it's important, so important in our world that our souls be at rest, that inside of us not be filled with anxiety and worry and anger or hatred or any of these other deeds of the flesh, but that our soul be at rest. And Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. Walk with me, learn from me, and you will find rest for your souls. Last night, Roz and I watched episode seven of The Chosen. And if you're not watching this, you're missing a great uh, something worth watching on TV. But we watched The Chosen, and and in this episode, and uh, spoiler alert, it's no big deal, but in this episode, Jesus got arrested and taken before the Roman authorities. And it wasn't his, his ultimate trial, but he was brought before them. And I thought how interesting how the disciples were anxious and worried and blaming one another and pointing fingers, why this happened, what should they do, how do they solve the problem. They were in tremendous anxiety, worry. And Jesus said, don't worry, it'll all work out. And he, took, he, he cooperated and his soul was at peace. He knew God was on the throne. He knew that, that his time had not yet come. He had confidence. He had a peace that the other disciples didn't have. And I thought, what a good model, what a good example for us to follow, for us to see, and for us to seek to emulate ourselves. Is your soul at rest and at peace? Of course, one thing that has really helped me, I've shared this before, but I share it again, is called the serenity prayer. I believe often the yoke we're bearing the things that make us angry, upset, anxious, and worried are things that are out of our control. The serenity prayer goes like this. God, give me the, ser the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I think of some of the things that get me really upset. They're things I can't change. I used to get upset if my sports team lost. I don't know about you. I'm a fan. I've got a couple teams that I really like, I really follow. And I used to get really excited if they win. I still kind of like it when they do. And I used to get really, you know, I could get down and discouraged if they lost. And I remember years ago thinking, you know, these guys, I'm not the one on the field. I can't control whether or not my team wins or loses. Not only that, I'm a college football fan. It's my favorite sport. And those are all just a bunch of 20-year-old kids out there playing. And I'm in, I've done a lot of ministry with 20-year-olds before. And I know how they can be up and down, emotional. Things can really trouble them. They can be inconsistent. It's, it's, they're growing up still. And I thought, I'm not going to let these guys out on that football field determine my joy. It's out of my control. It's out of my control. I'll, I'll enjoy watching them, but I'm not going to let them determine whether or not I'm going to be happy in life. You know, there's the, the economy, the market. You know, we, who, who doesn't like it when, when the, the economy is well and the market's up and they're, they're making money and whatever they have and they're not happy when it's down? But it's out of our control, my friends. It's out of our control. Be careful. Be careful not to get too excited when it goes well, too disappointed when it doesn't because it's out of our control. 
God, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can. How about government, politics, elections? We Americans, you know, we select our leaders. Going up to an election, we can play a part. We do play a part. We work hard. You might campaign. You may pray. I know I pray, and I try and talk to people, and I try and make good decisions, and I'm willing to share my opinions with other people. But how about, um, you know, once that campaign is over, once it's gone, it's gone. Once it's over, it's over, and it's out of our control. God, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot control the courage to change the things I can't, the wisdom to know the difference. I received an email from one of your listeners. You're probably listening this morning, Sarah. I received an email a couple of days ago when I talked about lift up yourself by, by lifting up others. I'd like to read it for you today because it captures perfectly. It captures perfectly what I'm trying to say about getting up out of the doldrums. And if I could read this, and then we'll go to prayer. She writes, Hi, Tom. I'm part of the Morning YouTube group. I have a story to tell you about how helping others truly ends up helping yourself. After the election last fall, I became apoplectic. Excuse me for pronouncing that properly. I literally was not able to function for many weeks and even stopped being part of our Morning YouTube group because I was in such a pit of despair. I prayed every day for the anxiety and fear to go away. I prayed the Psalms. My husband prayed over me. I spent hours in the Word. Finally, I decided I had to get out of my house and at least grocery shop for my family. This took significant strength for me to even leave my home. While at the grocery store, I saw the flower display, and something came over me. I purchased a pretty bouquet of flowers, closed my eyes, and asked God to show me who needed their spirits lifted with the gift of flowers I just purchased. I was very nervous. But I walked up to a woman at the pastry counter and said, I just wanted to spread a little joy to somebody today. Please enjoy these flowers. We were both wearing masks. This was back in November after the election. But I could see her eyes smiling. Those few moments of giving a stranger flowers were the first rays of sunshine that I had felt since the election. Since that time, I have purchased a bouquet of flowers nearly every time I shop. And often when I stop in a quick quick trip to fill up on gas. It has changed me in so many ways. A few weeks ago, I was at a quick trip. I purchased a bouquet to give away, and the cashier asked me, Hey, are you the flower lady? Did you come in here a few weeks ago and give a stranger some flowers? I told him, yes, it's kind of a thing I do. He said, After you left, the woman you gave the flowers to broke down in tears. She had just been diagnosed with cancer and was really having a bad day. That act of kindness was what she needed. I've had countless people see me do the flower thing and comment that they too want to start doing it. I've had elderly ladies blow kisses to me after giving them the bouquet. 
I've had moms with screaming kids light up with a smile when the flowers were handed to them. Passing joy along to others has been a gift that I ended up giving myself. I just want to share my story and hope you have a blessed day. Signed, Sarah, the flower lady. Folks, you and I can change the world. We might not change the whole world. We might not change, you know, we might not change who's the president, the policies of our country. We might change that. That's an ongoing battle, and we do engage in it, and it is important. But you know what? God, give me the courage to get up out of the house, get up off the couch, get whatever I'm doing that's depressing me. Give me, give me the courage to make a difference where I can, to lift someone else's spirits, to, to give a kind word, to share the gospel, to share my testimony, to say a prayer for someone, to get my eyes off my worries, my anxieties, to bear the yoke of Jesus and to get up and serve other people. Folks, we can make a difference. There's not many of us, but if each one of us begins to make a difference, our number grows. We're, we have a country to save. We have a kingdom to build. We have a church, a church that we want to become strong and mighty and influential. You and I can make a difference. You and I can make a difference for the Lord in this world. We can bring that ray of sunshine to others. Amen. You can do that. I pray that you would. I pray that I would. Let's ask God for that grace and help to do so. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for our Savior, Jesus, whose burden is light, whose yoke is easy and burden is light. We want to thank you that as we take that yoke upon ourselves, as we abandon our own yokes, where we're yoked and bound to anger and, and pride and hatred, and anxiety, and worry, and depression, discouragement, we can leave that yoke and yoke ourselves onto Jesus Christ, where we will find rest for our souls. And Father, I just pray today for each one of us listening, that we would indeed discover this secret, discover what it means to bear your yoke, to come and learn from you, Jesus, and I pray that each one of us would find rest for our souls. No matter what happens around us, no matter what storms storms are raging around us, though 10,000 would fall at our side, as David prayed, yet I'll stand firm, for the Lord is with me. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my strength. I bear his yoke. I walk with him. Jesus, we pray for today that you would help us to be people who who the things we cannot change, or the things that can upset us. Yes, it's maybe as small as our sports team losing a game, maybe as big as fearing the direction of our country and the loss of things that are important to us. Whatever it is, Lord, I pray that we would give those things into your hand and find a rest for our souls. We thank you. We can trust you. To to, to You can take care of the big picture. Even the king's heart is like channels of water in your hand. You'll turn it wherever you wish. But Lord, the things that are within our control, the things right under our nose, the things that we can influence, give us the courage to make a difference. I pray this day we would have the courage, every one of us, to make a difference in the lives of someone else, 
to, to lift someone else's spirits, to bless someone in the name of the Lord, to give a, have a good word, a smile, a testimony, share the gospel, uh, maybe, maybe buy a gift for someone, maybe give an unexpected blessing. Oh, Lord, make us like this. Help us to be agents of change. Teach us what it really means to be the light of the world, that wherever we go, people would see our good works and they'd glorify our Father who's in heaven. Help us today not to be overcome by evil, overwhelmed by evil, discouraged by evil. But Lord, from our actions, our attitudes, and our inner, inner spirit, that we would be people who overcome evil with good. Make us like this, we pray. We offer ourselves to you. Fill us with your spirit. This comes from you. We just need to be available, and then we find the power from your spirit. And so we pray your spirit would empower us today. Fill us with the joy of the Lord. This is our strength. I pray the world, the world is not the source of our joy. Help us, Lord, be careful not to give the world that power to give us joy because then they have the power to take it away. Lord, we have something the world can't give and the world can't take it away. And we ask today, fill us with the joy of the Lord. And these things we pray and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you today. Make it a great day. Be filled with the Spirit. Bear His yoke. Bless someone else today in the name of the Lord. Lift up someone else. Be, be encouraged, okay? God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Every day we'll be back, and we'll see you tomorrow where we continue talking about ways to overcome if we're down, discouraged, despairing, depressed, whatever. I've got more good news to share with you tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.